Welcome to Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast, your weekly opportunity to tune in and listen to the best review team online, taking time out to chat with you and each other about all topics in the world of lingerie, hosiery, and much more. Enjoy today's episode. Welcome to Lingerie Lowdown, Down, the podcast. I'm Daisy May, one of the presenters here. And you have found yourself on episode two of my series, Vintage Glamour Devotee. So episode one was all about me, what I love, what I'm about, how I got into doing what I do. So episode two kind of leads on quite nicely from that. So if you haven't listened to that, please do go and check it out. Uh, It is available on all major podcast platforms, as well as the Lingerie Lowdown website and YouTube channels. So what are we talking about this time? It's something I'm very, very excited about. And it's something that I've also really quite struggled to fit into one episode. So there may well be updates on this and that'll be a little bit clearer why later on. Um, As I finish this episode, there's a few things I'm bringing up that are quite exciting. Um, So I'm sure there are going to be more talking points as uh, those things develop. So Dita Von Teese, if you didn't know, is a burlesque performer. She has been in magazines such like Bizarre, Playboy, um, she's performed at places like the Crazy Horse in Paris. She has her own uh, tour where she literally tours the world doing her burlesque shows. Um, she has briefly done um, like softcore porn and things like that and wonderful fetish uh, videos that are uh, kind of inspired, I guess you could say, by people like Betty Page and Irving Claw. If you don't know who those people are, they are definitely worth a Google. If you're into similar things like Dita and me and many other best performers and people who love vintage glamour, you will definitely love having a research into those. And again, these are brilliant talking points for future episodes. So, yeah, Dita is a wonderful ballet performer. Um, I was planning on seeing her before COVID, but obviously that kind of kind of messed all that up. So I'm hoping that all still gets to happen for everybody soon because that really will be breathtaking, I'm sure. Um, but we're not literally just talking about Dita herself. It is primarily about her lingerie brand. So Dita does have um, a range of sunglasses, gloves, stockings, even nightwear and gowns she's done and clothing with Wills and Doll Baby. She has a whole uh, empire on her brand and I just, I think it's incredibly inspiring. Um, and it's something I would, I would love for myself, but <laughs> I'm very happy to be a Dita Vontese fan and a collector of her lingerie. So as I was writing notes for this episode, I, I, th- I felt like it was only right to count how many sets I have of Dita Vontese lingerie. And I have 36 sets, which might sound a lot to some people, it might not sound like a lot to others, but I definitely own a lot of lingerie and 36 sets of those are Dieters. I will have more than 36, it will definitely not be stopping there, (laughs) I'm sure, Um, especially with recent developments in her collection, uh, which I'll touch upon later. So, I found Dieters lingerie simply through following her on social media and already being a fan of her. So, there was no major discovery there of like, oh, wow, who is this person? Where is this beautiful lingerie? It was like, oh, yay, 
she's got lingerie this is awesome <laughs> and uh yeah I just fell in love with the the shoots that she had done wearing it and I just thought oh, I need to own that lingerie and one of the first sets that I bought and that uh, probably many people have seen on social media, even if you're not aware of the name, is the Madame X style. It's a staple style that she's done for a long time. It comes in many, many colours. And I also have it in many, many colours. So I'll be going into those styles a little bit later on in more detail. But the Madame X is the, the first sort of major branding photos and promotion that I saw. And that's kind of what suckered me in, really. <laughs> so the main things that I look for in lingerie, which is really interesting because I've said this in my Dita Von Teese reviews on the Lingerie Lowdown website and YouTube. But you have to excuse me as well. I have major hay fever here in the UK today because it is absolutely boiling and the sun is shining and it's glorious. But I constantly feel like I need to sneeze. So you'll have to excuse me today. <laughs> um so the things I look for in lingerie, the interview I recently saw with Dieter, I believe it's with a YouTube channel um, and vintage buyer and seller called What We Wore. I didn't write that down. I should have. But that's in my head. That was what the YouTube um YouTube name was and it's a fabulous interview and uh, the things that I list in my reviews saying that I want in lingerie is literally what Data says in this interview so it's no surprise that I love her lingerie because clearly the uh, way that she constructs her collections and what she tries to you know encapsulate in each piece are the things that I'm looking for so it's it's literally no wonder that that, that I love them. Now, if you haven't seen my reviews or seen this interview, which I would definitely recommend to check out because um, they're both quite interesting because you get the visuals, obviously, of what they look like, not just me talking about it. But what I look for, I want something that is genuinely beautiful. I do want to feel beautiful in it, but the actual laundry itself, I want it to be to be beautiful. I love seeing every detail considered, everything thought out. I, uh, that's just what I look for I'm a typical Virgo I'm a perfectionist and if there's one or two little bits in the set that I don't like I just won't buy it and I definitely won't wear it which is why I won't buy it I did that a few times when I was younger and I just ended up selling things not to lingerie but when I first started dabbling and buying lingerie and corsets and things um as a teenager and there's always those things that you thought yeah I thought that would annoy me and I don't like it I'm not going to wear it I'll sell it um, with Dita's lingerie, I've ne I've just never had that. I've loved everything that I've bought, um, which is really quite amazing considering I've got 36 sets and I love them all. Um, I have tried to pick a favourite. It's really hard because <laughs> they are all so gorgeous. So I want to feel beautiful in it. It needs to look beautiful. I would love a set that looks very vintage, but... It's either been improved or adapted with modern influence or Dieter's influence or something to uh, transform it a little bit. That's I love that. But I also love a set that's very modern and that has staple uh, pieces that could be the clips, the shape of a suspender belt. It could even just be the material or little rosettes or embroidery that are on the bras, knickers and belts or something. It could be a very modern set with just 
bring in a few vintage inspirations in. So either way, whether it looks more modern or looks more vintage and it's been tweaked and twisted, um, I don't mind either way. Um, I just love seeing those influences and I I love just like touching lingerie and feeling the fabric and knowing that it's going to feel great on my skin, that it's going to last a long time, that it's just a beautiful luxurious item that isn't just for an occasion it's something you can wear every day because it's also comfortable so beautiful comfortable durable makes me feel great vintage inspired or modern with vintage twists they're the main things that I look for I but another thing I want to stress is that this lingerie is obviously not the cheapest lingerie which is fine but for that price I definitely want quality now I will stress that I do hand wash all of my lingerie um might sound like a boring thing to say in a podcast but when something is this beautiful you do not want to by accident put it in the washing machine and it come out with the wire sticking out or the suspender belt is ripped and it's got caught on something like ah no absolute nightmare I will never ever do that to my data sets I have a separate bag for my hand washing and my lingerie that's just really lingerie and stockings and things and I will wash them. It does not take long. It will preserve your items. So my theory is that anything I buy, I want to love it so much that I want to wear it when I'm 80. The only reason I won't be able to wear it when I'm 80 is if I just don't fit it. (laughs) So I look after everything I have, every piece I love for different reasons Um, I will never sell the pieces that I've got because I just I absolutely adore them. So they're the kind of things that that I look for um, in lingerie and that I feel Dita's lingerie just ticks all those boxes. Um, If you've seen my reviews, you will hear me say it ticks all my boxes all the time. I get really excited. I honestly live for lingerie. I, I absolutely adore it. So the other thing is you might not uh, be aware if you're someone who doesn't wear a lot of vintage. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure on some level you are interested in it. But you'll notice a lot of vintage inspired lingerie sets or vintage lingerie will have more than four straps. And the reason for this is because years ago, stockings, especially lovely seam stockings, they weren't elasticated. They were made of nylon. So they will contour to your body. Um, but they won't stretch a lot. So that's why they come in lots of different sizes to match your foot size and your height. Um, but they will literally, if you go to put them on, the second you stand up, they will fall straight to the floor. They will fall below your knee. Um, if you if you don't have a suspender belt or a garter belt uh, with the clips attached. So with the fact, with because, so like you have hold-ups, which are completely different. They have the silicone layer inside, which stick to your skin. So with that, you you don't need anything to hold it up. You can still put your belt into it if you want, if you want extra, extra security, but you don't need anything with that. Then you have stockings, which are more modern. They are stretchy. They will naturally hold on your leg a little bit. They would still fall down if you walked around with them, but the four, the four straps, two on the front, two on the back, will be fine. With nylons, Four straps are sometimes okay, but the six really, really do help to hold it in place. Now, there are a lot of data sets that, well, not a lot, there's a there's a few pieces that have four. But what I will say, because they are inspired by vintage designs and things, and they're being designed by Dita and her team and whoever else, they've clearly kept certain styles with four 
because they already offer a good support and the six would not go with the cut with the design with the material it would be pulling the tension the wrong way on the belt it could damage the lace or something for example you just sometimes you just don't need the six um and it can it doesn't aesthetically look right either um but all my sets that have four do hold my nylons okay i've never had a problem um i've had problems with other modern brands which i i won't go into today um when i wear nylons with them they, they're always shimmying around the seams don't even stay straight and where the stocking uh top is they kind of shimmy down on the inside of my leg on the outside of my leg when I wear four so I have that with other modern brands but not with Dita's brands but I think that's because a lot has gone into using the right elastics the right materials and the right design to have six or four straps so again that's ticking a huge box for me it's the design is really considered it's really thought out and really for, for the price bracket that it is I think it should be but for the quality, the amount of effort that's gone into the design, how original they are and how beautiful they are, they are a really fair price. They're not the cheapest, but you're you're getting a good price for that. There are plenty of other brands like Agent Provocature and Honey Burdette, which again, I've got pieces I love from them, but you're talking £250 for a bra sometimes. Um, and the quality, I wouldn't even say is as good as Dita's lingerie. And some of her bras, I would say the, the most expensive, I think, is about £69. So you're, you're still in a price that you can be treated for your birthday or you could save up for it, hopefully, or something. If you couldn't just go and splurge on one, it, it's still in the realm of being able to afford one without spending five or £600 on lingerie. <laughs> so um, I've had a few friends say to me that they were surprised it wasn't in that price bracket because of who it was. Um, so I, you know, they've really clearly worked hard, um, with the Dita Von Teese lingerie brand, um, and with the manufacturing teams and everything, they've, they've clearly done a very good job at what they're doing, which is, which is lovely. It's a wonderful way to spend your money when you know that you're buying something that's good quality and has put a lot of love and design into it. It's, it's just lovely. So I'm going to go back into what, was my first set and why I bought my first set so years ago the first main piece of promotion I remember seeing was Dita and there's a beautiful red circle behind her and it's still used today in a lot of boutiques and online um and it's her you can only see her top half and she's wearing a lovely black bra and that bra is called the Madame X and it's a non-wired bra yes non-wired amazing so the non-wire is literally meaning it ha it doesn't have that underwire bra, under underwire in your bra, sorry. So the Madame X is made of lots of elastic. It has lots of stretch, which I know I've seen Dita say she's not a fan of lots of stretch. But this means that this set will fit so many people. It you It is definitely a set you can wear all day. I have worn it all day and all night. It will stay in place. It's super comfortable. They do it in a whole range of sizes, but they also do an underwire style as well, which I also have in lots of colours. So I actually counted how many sets I have of the Madame X and I have 14. 14 of my 36 are Madame X. Now, this is partly because um, 
it was my first set so I, I I've known for a long time that they fit me really well and I like them and that I can wear them on a daily basis my only criticism of the recent stuff and I, I might send the Dieter brand an email about this is that then they, they seem to stop making thongs um they tend to do the briefs now I know sometimes there's issues between the brand and the designers and the buying teams and then you have to work with the manufacturers and then there's all different buying teams for different places and they all want different things so I they used to do g-strings I don't know whether they didn't sell as much so they just decided to stop doing them to see if they would get asked for them and things I don't know I know there's a lot going into it so it's always not worth blaming the brand um know that there's a lot of stages between the design and the finished product and actually getting it into other places. So, for example, a huge place that stocks um, uh, Dita Von Teese lingerie is Playful Promises. Again, a fantastic brand that offers lots of sizing. Um, but the buyers for Playful Promises and things like that might be wanting different things than other places that stock Dita Von Teese. So, So there's a lot going on between Dita designing something with her team and it actually being somewhere you can buy. So... That's an exciting thing that I am still going to go into later as well. So please bear with me. I'm trying to get lots of juicy details in this episode, which I do think will spill into another episode at some point for these reasons coming up uh, shortly. So Madame X I chose because there were other colours out at the time, not in the Madame X, but lots of other styles. And I just thought, oh, I always go for black. Why do I keep going for black? But it's because it's a staple colour. So I thought, sod it. Just go with the black. You'll know you're going to buy more eventually. <laughs> um, and I definitely, I didn't have any vintage bras that looked this glamorous other than vintage ones, which I couldn't wear a lot because they're so delicate or with uh, with with other brands that kind of, I won't say names, but they're not as comfortable as Dita's. So the Madame X is just a staple style that every time it comes out a new colour, I'm pretty much going to get it. The latest colour is magenta and I adore it and I definitely want to buy it. Um, I'm just waiting to be able to afford it. <laughs> so uh, maybe I'll be reviewing that at some point. So keep your eyes peeled on the YouTube channel and the website. So Madame X is super stretchy. The belt has four straps. It comes in an underwire. It comes in a non-wire. I know that not every colour is now coming with a non-wire, which again, I'm going to email about. And again, they're not all coming with thongs. A lot of them are with briefs. So I am going to be emailing and asking about that. So we can chase that up when they get back to me. Um, but it is a staple style and I love it. So again, I have 14 out of 36 are all Madame X's in different colours. The second set that I got that I wear a lot, um, that I've I've stopped wearing it because I don't want to wear it out. Um, I don't want to wear it too much and just ruin it because I love it and I still want to do photo shoots and things in it, is the Marlene. And this is actually a moulded cup one. Um, I'm not a huge moulded cup fan. Uh, I definitely love um I've not got the biggest boobs, so for reference, I'm I'm usually between a 32D and a 34D double D. In some of Dita's bras, I can go up to an E, but that is because there isn't a lot of stretch. These are made properly to proper measurements, unlike a lot of high street where there's so much give and so much going on in sweatshops that you can be so many sizes. With Dita, I'm always the same size um, in the structured underwired bras, the ones that have all the lace and everything, all the moulded cups, I'm always the same. 
Um, it can be a 34D or a 34DD. Now, years ago, as I say, I used to think, oh, I've not got the biggest boobs. I want cleavage and a plunge. But now I have to admit, I've embraced my body for the way it is a lot more. And I love wearing lace. I love seeing a bit of nipple through the blouse. I really have no shame around any of that. Um, so I, I really don't mind that I've, even though I have got boobs, I'm not like a double A cup. I've, my boobs naturally, I don't have a lot of cleavage. My boobs sit naturally a bit more to the side. Um, so Dita's bras do a wonderful job of lifting me, giving me a little bit of cleavage, but not, not a lot, but it has that real vintage look. Um, so I love it. I'm, I'm not usually a Moldy Cup fan, but when I tried this one on, oh, it did give me the most amazing cleavage. It just... And it doesn't, you can't even feel the wire in this bra. It is so, so comfortable. It literally feels like when you wear a beautiful soft sports bra that's not really strong compression. It feels like that. It's just amazing. I love it. Enjoying the conversations today? Well, we wanted to take a short break to tell you more about our website. Are you looking to treat a loved one or yourself to some new lingerie or hosiery and don't know where to start? Let the most diverse team of presenters from around the globe introduce you to more than 460 brands as we publish new and exclusive reviews every day. In fact, we have over 5,000 reviews online right now and you can join us from only $7.99 a month. However, we want to treat you to something a little special for listening to our podcast today. So use the promo code podcast when buying a three, six or 12 month membership and we'll give you an extra 10% off the purchase price. Best of all, there's no time limit with this code so you can keep using it each time you renew your membership. Please note this is not applicable to the monthly membership. So, after listening to the rest of this podcast, head on over to lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use the promo code podcast today. Thanks for listening. Now let's get back to the podcast. I loved it so much that I went, then went and bought it in Deep Cherry. Now again, weirdly, even though I like six straps, this one, as well as the first one that I mentioned, has four straps on the suspender bar. But again... It looks right with four straps. The straps are also quite thick. The clips are big. They hold your nylons in the right place. You don't need the six. And it going by the look of the belt and the shape, it just it wouldn't be right with six. It definitely looks nice with the four. So those two Marlene's are the only molded cup I have other than one that I bought recently that I'll mention in a minute. Everything else is all lacy or non-wired. The third one was Maestra in red, which is gorgeous. It's got lovely lace detailing. The the elastic on it is satin and it's shiny. The mesh is, an, I say nude, which I know is doesn't apply to everybody's skin tone, but it definitely suits fair skin very well. Um, I'm quite pale, so it, it, it does suit me quite well. Usually I find with, with meshes, they can look a bit because um, I am quite pale, they can look quite yellowy and funny on me. They don't tend to look right, but hers do. So that's really, really nice. It's something I've not been able to get with other brands before. Um, that has six straps and it's a long suspender bar. It's quite deep. Um, it almost reminds me almost of like a, not like a full proper girdle, 
but like a vintage suspender belt. Sometimes people call them girdles. I wouldn't really, but they do have that that lovely. It has a lovely feel where it cinches your waist a little bit. It has a little bit of stretch, so it molds to you nicely, but it's not overly stretchy, so it still has that lovely structure. Again, I will say, I know I said that the Dita Von Tees laundry comes small. It it does come smaller than other brands on the high street. But the thing to bear in mind, it's like going and get measured for a suit. They will tailor something to your specific measurements. So if you go and get a suit, the chances are you would go and get a bigger size than you would in the high street. Where there's stretch, there's give, it's not tailored, it's not tightly made, it's not fitted, it's, you know... So it it is normal in pieces that are made to specific measurements that are very precise and structured and well made that you go up. This isn't a bad thing. Don't let that put you off from buying um from any brands that are like this. It's usually brands that are very good quality. They um as I say they provide good structure, they will be comfortable, the materials they the materials they use will fit your body really nicely um for example in Ann Summers I'm pretty much always a 32 I'm never a 32 in Dita Von Tees they barely even do up on me the 34 is tight it it fits um so yeah it's a number try not to let it bother you um I would suggest going up a back size and a cup size um personally um you might find slightly different I've heard people going up one or two cup sizes um for me going up a cup and a back has always been pretty much perfect um the next set, so this is the fourth set that I bought, was the Savoir Faire, I do believe I'm saying that correctly, I hope I am, in magenta. Now this set to me looks very Parisian, this is a six strap belt as well. The lace is sheer, so you can see your nipples through, the magenta lace is completely sheer, but through the bra band and the belt and parts of the thong, there's a copper mesh underlay, so it gives a real depth and it it just looks so stunning. It really is really beautiful. Um, and these suspender straps, it it does look Parisian to me. I don't know if I'm correct in saying that, but it does look very French, very typically boudoir, um, something you would imagine seeing in a designer lingerie boutique shop. Um, and where the lace that's through the bra and everything has been sewn onto the suspender clips or suspender straps, whatever you like to call them, it's where because obviously it's elasticated, the lace has kind of ruched up a little bit. So it, it, it looks like some of those really lovely straps that you would get of corsets uh, that had that ruched thicker uh, effect. So again, really stunning, really, really beautiful. So... For someone who really loves um, red and black lingerie, I would say my staple colours for years have been red, black and leopard print. A very strong look, but I love it. Um, I have managed to get lilac, get like an emerald green, a magenta, and then uh, obviously black and reds in there as well. And then the fifth set I got was red again which is the Julie's Roses. So that was the fifth set, I believe that I... These aren't literally the fifth set I ever bought. I did buy others in between, but these are the ones that I bought and I just kept wearing and wearing. So Julie's Roses was the next one. Again, six straps, beautiful satin, lots of shine and sheen. It's really lovely, really captures the light. 
Again, we've got a lovely nude mesh. I found another nude mesh that fit me. It's something I've always wanted to get that has never really looked quite right on me. This does again. And then you've got beautiful embroidery on throughout the laundry, but especially on the cups, you can see it very prominently. It's completely sheer. So again, you can see your nipples through and the roses are really, really delicate. And it's got like this polka dot netting style effect. And the embroidery, again, the thread in everything, you can the material they use, you can just tell it's good quality. You can tell it's really well made. Um, they've not just got a piece of fabric and cut it and sewed it on a machine like they would in the high street, which is why a lot of bras can look different. These are specific pieces of lace and embroidery that have been made for that cup to fit that bra, you know? So these are... They almost feel like bespoke pieces when you put them on. They are they are really, really thought out. Very, very precise designs, um, which again is, is, is why I love them. So, Savoir Faire, I ended up finding in another colourway, in electric blue. So I did start to dabble in other colours. Um, I can tell you the colours that I've got the Madame X in. I have it in the black non-wire and wire, leopard non-wire, lilac underwire, paradise pink non-wire, no, wired, sorry, electric blue non-wired, aquamarine wire and no wire, emerald no wire, flame red with a wire, <laughs> lucite blue with a wire and the navy I have in the non-wired and the most recent ones I got were the juniper and the deep cherry and they are both with the wire. So the newer styles like the Juniper, the Deep Cherry, the Lucite Blue, I've never seen them in the non-wire. So I don't know whether they just keep the non-wire in a set of staples like the Leopards, the Blacks and a few colours. Or whether they're just not doing it in like smaller runs. So maybe the Juniper and the Deep Cherry, for example, might have been smaller runs. They might not have made as much of them as the Black, which is why the Black came in more styles i'm not 100 percent sure um the the maestra that i mentioned before with the nude mesh that has the lace um which is a lot more covered than the other styles it's not as sheer you can't really see your nipples through it and it's got extra like bondagey little straps it's really cute um i recently bought that in magenta um i i'm not usually a i am a pink girl but it's only in more recent years that i've had the money to be able to uh, play around with these things and have fun with them and try new colors um and I love the red so much the, the when I saw the magenta come up at a boutique sale I was like oh I've got to get it I've got to get it <laughs> um more recent sets that I've managed to find I found a couple of sets on brand Ali recently um in the sale otherwise I definitely wouldn't have been able to afford all, all of these so a vintage set that I've always wanted to get which is very different there's no suspender belt so this is just a lovely high waist brief and a non-wire bra set. Super comfortable, super glamorous. Again, nude mesh with navy. So I hadn't tried navy other than in the Madame X before. So I thought, why not give it a go? So the Glaminatrix style I adore, I love. I'm actually doing a shoot in it tomorrow. So I can't wait for that. And another recent set that I got is Vedette. Now, I didn't get the belt in this, Um do look for Det Up. It's V-E-D-E-T-T-E. -T -T -E. It's more of a waspy style. Now, I've got very big hips and I'm still losing some of my lockdown weight uh, for the right reasons. I'm just getting fitter again. Um, so I, I think I'll fit it a bit better soon. 
Um, but I got that in Shady Spruce. I got that in the sale. But they do have some more wonderful colours coming out in it that I would love to get the suspender belt in once it fits me a little bit better and I feel more comfortable in it. And those colours are Shocking Violet, which is like a magenta, but it just looks more shocking obviously it looks stunning so check that out and the ice blue which is a color i've never worn and it is selling out and i don't know if they're going to restock it so hopefully i can get that one soon other styles that i would definitely say to look at these are vintage styles that i could go um into a little bit more they are the exotic trist muse and bijou although i have seen muse getting restocked so have a little look around at them these are all very different styles and three sets that i recently bought that i'm not going to go into as much because they're very new and i haven't worn them as much yet the other ones i've worn a lot which is why i wanted to discuss those first is the lurex lace which is the one with lurex in i would say that's the only one that has a little bit more of a scratchy feel but I'm being picky there because every other style is so soft. You can't really tell you're wearing lingerie. <laughs> and uh, Fiamma is another one that I recently got. And Rosabelle. Um, the Fiamma I have in magenta. And there's a lot of magenta coming up. <laughs> and the Rosabelle I got in the teal. So there's a, a few little styles there that you could have a little google on um and i definitely will be touching up on these in another episode at some point um but they are ones that i say i haven't worn as much even though i do love them um so it'd be interesting to see how i get on with those as i wear them more there is some other lovely styles coming out that i am again very excited about um so what I mentioned at the beginning of the episode was about something that is quite an exciting new development. No, I'm not modelling for Dita Von Teese. That is my dream. So if anyone out there works for the Dita Von Teese brand or books models, <laughs> I'm out here and I'm ready and waiting. <laughs> I absolutely love Dita's lingerie and I genuinely dream about modelling her, her lingerie. I, I'm not even ashamed to admit that. I've genuinely had dreams about it. I just... I adore her lingerie. I wear it in most of my photo shoots anyway. Um, but to model for her brand would literally be a dream come true. Um, but moving on from that dream, uh, there's something else very exciting happening in the world of Dita. So she has actually launched her own website, which is incredible because it's available, as I say, in the US at the moment, Canada, Australia and New Zealand. Europe and the UK are the last ones to come. Now, I'm not sure, um, like I say, if that's going to be actually in the UK or if it's going to be shipped from America. So we'll have to find that one out to see if there's more customs and things to pay on that um, or whether you can pay tax in America, um, as I've mentioned. But um, it yeah, it'd be interesting to see. So obviously I haven't ordered anything yet because the UK website isn't live, but I'm very, very excited to... Uh, to place an order but I have checked the website out and it is absolutely beautiful it's really really easy to use there's lots of different categories and as I say Muse is an older style it's quite hard to find in your size when you go on a lot of websites it's kind of the drips and drabs that are left um, but it's stocked on her website so hopefully that means it's literally coming back as a I don't know whether it's a permanent style 
or it's just being restocked but it is a stunning stunning set i bought it a while ago and i haven't actually worn it yet because of lockdown i've been waiting to wear it for a photo shoot so i'm yeah i'm really really excited about that i'm really excited to wear it so on dita's website um as i mentioned there are styles that are coming that have previously been worn there's things that are being restocked and what's also interesting that she recently mentioned in a um in an interview which i thought was really really interesting which i kind of already knew because i i have worked in the fashion industry but you can create a style from from a 28 back to a 48 back in all cups but if the buyers don't buy it and the brands don't want to stock those sizes don't always blame dita or don't always blame the brand whoever it is it doesn't mean that they don't have the capability to do it or didn't originally plan to do it. It could be that the buyers just, maybe they want to do a trial run to see if, because obviously you're talking, brands invest a lot in this. It's a lot of money. So they might just want to try a few styles. And if it starts selling out, they might go and the second time they restock it, they might bring in more sizes, which I think is what Playful Promises have done. Because I've noticed they're expanding more with Dia. They're doing more Dia things which is really, really cool. Um, and they are based in the UK if you do want to go ahead and order straight away and not wait for the Dia website. Um, and Adita did say this in one of her interviews. She said that uh, there have been styles that we've been able to make in all different sizes. And it's obviously something that she is pro and she does want people of different sizes and shapes, um, all different people wearing her stuff. Um, she doesn't just want to make it limited for only petite people or something. Um so not every brand has wanted to buy it so she said on her website it means they have the freedom to run certain styles in any sizes they want um, maybe they'll do it in most of the sizes all of them some of them i'm not sure yet we'll be able to see um but i know that um as it's a new website it will take a while to filter all the sizes in and all the styles and everything due to the actual manufacturing side of it taking you know it can take up to over a year sometimes usually six months to a year but it, it takes a long time so that's really really exciting so hopefully it means there'll be a lot more diversity for sizes in the collection and i have noticed that she already has a curve range out which do do the high-waisted brief uh, and that's on playful promises but annoyingly some of the high-waisted briefs and things are only in the curve sizes and me personally i love a high-waisted brief so I'm sure Dita will bring those out in petite sizes because she has done in previous years. The Madame X style, again, if you don't know the Madame X style, which is M-A-D-A-M-E and then a separate X, do have a Google. It come, it, you'll be able to see all the colours it's coming in. It's a really beautiful, beautiful set. Um, but they have done previously the black high-waisted brief. They only ever did this for the black um, that I'm aware of anyway. Um and they didn't just do it in curved sizes. It was in different sizes. So I do think they are. her brand is expanding because it did used to be quite small and it's obviously growing and getting more popular. So it's really, really exciting. I'm very excited to see where this brand goes. Now, the Madame X are also bringing out, they have done a leopard, but they're doing a cheetah. Um, and I really want the cheetah, even though I have the leopard. So I think I'm going to be getting that. And again, they are doing a high-waisted brief with this. So yeah i'm i'm really really excited to see the high-waisted brief um i would definitely be buying that with the cheetah bra again they're doing a wire and a non-wire with that so i'm excited to see different styles coming in the non-wire so i hope that they bring um 
I hope that they bring that back. For example, the Madame X in Lilac, I know that they did do that in a non-wire, but I was never able to get my hands on it. And I know that Dita has it. I've seen her wearing it. So I would love it if they brought that back because I would definitely buy that as well. And there are two styles that are new that I've seen on the website. Um, from what I wear, from what I'm aware, they are new, new. They are not um, like a, a style in a new colour. These are new. So we have the um, Delphinia, which is a padded cup. So again, I know that padded cups aren't her usual uh, style, but you need a padded cup because not everybody obviously wants nipples showing or you know, bumpy lace, some people might for work or maybe they're just more comfortable wearing something with that kind of support or that kind of feel that creates that kind of shape. Um, it's a padded cup and it's a black set and the belt looks really interesting, like it's got some cutouts and the lace looks super glamorous. Um, it looks like a suit, like a perfect staple, beautiful black three-piece set that's got a moulded cup. Um, I know the padding won't be uncomfortable or anything. It will probably be like the Maestra if you want to have a look at that too, it'll give you a gist for what it might be like. And then the Fantastique looks like an Art Deco lacy uh, set again that's in black. So the only thing I would say is I already have so many black sets, but I think out of those two, the Fantastique is the one that looks a little bit more... No, I'd probably buy both. If money wasn't an option, I would buy both. But the Fantastic does look a little bit Art Deco, in my opinion. The lace, the shapes that it has, it, it looks Art Deco. Um, so it, it, it does look very beautiful. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And then another new style that they've recently brought out, I don't know how recent it is, I think it might be in the last couple of years, is the Evelina. But they've just brought it out in aubergine. And it looks like it has chartreuse embroidery embroidery in it so those two colors together are divine and it, aubergine isn't usually a color that i would go for but with the chartreuse in it and the style of it it's got that waspy and like a honeycomb floral type lace it, it the photos do not do these bras justice at all they look gorgeous in the photos but in real life i've seen the blue and i've seen the white and i i was like whoa <laughs> they're gorgeous in real life they are stunning and the website I was like yeah they're nice but I ended up picking other styles um so yeah this this is maybe it was meant to be I definitely want to get the aubergine the chartreuse sort of um color it is just called aubergine but I wanted to mention that it had that color in because yeah it's it's stunning it really really is stunning so yeah that is my first Dita Von Tees podcast um, I hope you really, really enjoyed it. I know I tried to cram quite a lot in there. Uh, that's just because I have a lot of lingerie and a lot to say about it. Um, but just to summarise, the things I look for in lingerie are something beautiful that makes me feel beautiful. The design aesthetic is really considered. The construction, I want support. So that's sometimes why you go up sizes, because it is structured. Even if it's a little bit stretchy, um, you would you can easily go up a cup size. It's a it's a very made to measure type bra. It's they feel very tailored and very well made. Um, I want durability, and I want something that looks vintage inspired or modern with some interesting vintage twists. So Dita literally covers all of that. And now there are so many colors. There are so many different styles. I do feel like there's probably something for everyone. And now recently with her website update and the fact that 
she has now publicly said as well that she will be uh she will be able to do um styles that maybe buyers didn't go for she'll be able to do more sizes that they choose to do that buyers might not have gone for for different companies and other styles that maybe sold out in the past that they only did small runs of that buyers didn't go for again but they know people are looking for they might be able to bring back so there might be some really cool things um that are coming back in limited runs or they might be limited edition or maybe they'll just be bringing some styles back as well as new items which i've mentioned just now so yeah i really really hope that you enjoyed this podcast um please do check me out on social media i am daisy may the vintage glamour Woo, sorry i started reading more about dita von Tiesen on my list <laughs> i am the vintage glamour devotee slash dita von Tees lingerie addict and i will definitely be touching on uh going into another episode about Dita Von Teese because I have a lot to say about it um but yeah I really hope you enjoyed this and this has been the Vintage Glamour Devotee episode two for Laundry Lowdown the podcast take care and I will definitely speak to you soon thanks for joining us on Laundry Lowdown the podcast Don't forget that we release a brand new episode every Wednesday for you all to enjoy. So if you love lingerie as much as we do, make sure to catch us same time, same place next week. Don't forget to visit the website lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use our promo code podcast to get an extra 10% off a three, six or 12 month membership today.